There are people referred to be ordinary. These are people the devil has robbed of their dignity and true worth of their life. They are fearful. They are sick. They all sit in darkness, hopeless and in despair. Against this backdrop, the word of the Lord came to his servant, Reverend Norbert Okonji, saying, Go raise a people called ordinary and bring them to an extraordinary place in life through the undiluted word of God. Gather your friends and loved ones. Let everyone know that Reverend Norbert is right on earth. Somebody praise the Lord. Can we give Jesus some help club? Come on, let's give him big, big hands. He's worthy of our praise. Hallelujah. God is faithful. He's constant. He's reliable. God is dependable. God is dependable. There is no God that you can trust like this God. As long as our trust is in Him, His path is intact. I want us to appreciate this God this morning. The, the power holding or Nepa or Bidek, whatever you call them, they keep filling you with power. But there is no day you have woke up without the day light. When it is time for rain, he brings rain. When it is time for sun, he's, he's constant. You can trust in him. If not for anything, for his faithfulness in your life, for being there, when others walked out. He said, I will not leave you, nor forsake you. I just want us to say thank you to Jesus this thank morning. You, Jesus. Just appreciate it. We magnify your name. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness in our life. Thank you for your mercies, your loving kindness, and your tender mercies. Lord, we worship in this place. Thank you. We magnify your name, King of glory. Thank you for thus far you have taken us. Thank you for your goodness in our life. Thank you, God, for your unfailing love. Lord, we worship you this morning. We bless your name. Thank you, Jesus. Take all the glory. Take all the I see you everywhere, blessed Redeemer, your glory fills the air, everlasting Father, you're the one who watches me, I put my confidence is the doctor by your sickbed is the lawyer in your courtroom is the way maker where there seems to be no he's our pathfinder nothing can stop him from being who he is in your life is the light you see in darkness? Oh, yes. I put my confidence. Let me hear you sing.
come with a heart full of thanksgiving, praise, and worship. You have been there. You have not failed us. We return the glory to you. Because even when we slept at night, it was you that watched over us. When the enemy came without our knowledge, you defended us even before we consulted you. What a faithful God you are. Thank you for your help. Thank you for your provision. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your spirit. This morning, speak to us. Reveal your word again. Help us to be in the path of signs and wonders as you reveal your word to us. Heal the sick in this house. Help the helpless. Fight our battles. Open doors. Settle crises. Let this service bring impartation of life to somebody that is dying. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for what you are doing already. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Give the Lord Jesus a big, big hand, everybody, as you get seated. Praise the Lord. This morning, we're going to look at something very important as it relates to the theme of the month. The theme of this month is signs and wonders. And we have been looking at how we can do signs and wonders in this kingdom. We've considered many things in the place of study. There's something very important I want to share with you this morning. If you want to see signs and wonders as a child of God, you want to see the hand of God always at work in your life. You want to experience miracles almost every day of your life. There is this thing you need to know and it's very important. And that is why I have titled my message this morning, The Power of God's Presence. The Power of God's Presence. I want you to listen carefully because it's important. It is very clear throughout scriptures that the power of God is resident in his presence. The power of God is resident in his presence. You want to see God do things, then allow him come first. Everywhere God, everywhere God shows up, everywhere his presence is, his power is always there. We can't talk about signs and wonders if we try to put him aside. The power of God is best manifested in the presence of God. It's best manifested in the presence of God. Please, I'd like you to take note of that. It's important. As easy as this can be, write it down. God cannot be present and his power absent. 
anywhere, anytime. God cannot be present and his power absent. So sometimes believers complain. They talk to the point of trying to indict God in their troubles or make it look like God abandoned them. God does not chase people with his presence. People have to seek his presence. Why would God watch and this happen? God does not force his presence to men. Men ask for his presence. There's one thing I want you to know about God. God never forced himself on anybody. He never forced his will on anybody. He never forced his presence on anybody. That is one part you should know about God. That is the major difference between God and Satan. Satan does not need your permission to come. God needs your permission to come. In Revelation chapter 3 verse 20 we read, Jesus said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. That means I seek your permission. If I come at your door and knock, it means the door may be open. But it shows that I am seeking permission to enter. Now if Jesus said, I stand at the door and knock. He said, if any man here, let the man open. It means he's saying the other way that I don't budge into people's life. I seek for their permission to get into their life. God does not budge into your life with his presence. He doesn't do that. He's too orderly. He said in Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 19 I've called the heaven and the earth to bear record against you today that before you is life and death blessing and cause but choose. So when it comes to God he allows you to make the choice. Is somebody getting something? When it comes to God when you, you must I want you to get this at the basis of your your Christian faith. God will never do anything for man who will not give him the permission to do. You want to see the best of God, then you must give him the way to walk. Satan will patch into your life without asking you. Sickness will enter without permission. Disease will enter without knocking. But God doesn't do that. He will stand and knock. Are you hearing me? Can I come in? That's how God speaks. Do you know the reason why we receive the word of God every time we gather in his presence? That is the one way that God used to seek your permission. That is why it is compulsory and necessary we study the word. Because when we study the word, we see the will of God. When we study the word, we see what God can do. We know that, okay, God is asking us for this. God is asking us for that. If we now say yes, he comes in and do that in your life. For instance, 
you are born again, you are saved. You are blessed of God. But it's possible that you are born again, you are saved, you are living a holy life, and yet you are poor. Do you know why? Being born again is not a guarantee that you'll be rich. It is only an advantage for you that if you want to be rich, you can be rich. There is an if. In Isaiah chapter 1, verse 19, he said, if you be willing and obedient, if, that means it's conditional, you will eat the good of the land. If you be willing and obedient, you shall eat. So to eat well in the land, to be prosperous, God will not force prosperity to you. There is a willingness for it. If you are not working in the covenant, if you are still struggling to pay tight, you're your own. You can only prosper yourself. God will not prosper you. You can have to, you, you need to grow your wealth by yourself, by your tactics. It won't, it won't kill you. It won't fight against you. But he will not be part of you being rich. He won't establish you beyond your ability to accept him. Without your willingness, God will not involve himself. I'm trying to get, I want, I want you to get something clear. If you be willing and obedient. Some people look at you, they envy you, but they don't know what you have allowed God to do. They don't know the price you have paid to attract a certain part of God into your life. God will never force his presence to man man have to demand for the presence of God and where God is present power is never absent <laughs> where God is present power power is never absent you want to see signs and wonders then seek the presence You want to see miracles? Then seek his presence. Hallelujah. Write this, it will help you. You cannot lack the power of God if you don't lack his presence. As simple as that, write it. You cannot lack the power of God if you don't lack his presence.
this was the reason that Moses said something in the book of Exodus 33 verse 15. Please put it on the screen. Exodus 33 verse 15. I want us to get an understanding. Power is not as difficult as you think. It is knowing how to access it. And he said unto him, If thy presence go not with me, carry us not up hence. New Living Translation, please. All these hands, some people not hear them. Moku used small grammar. Then Moses said, If you don't personally go with us, can you see that? Don't make us leave this place. The man, remember the Bible said every other prophet, God spoke to them in different ways. But for Moses, he spoke to him face to face. There's something Moses knew about God that you need to listen to him. The man had been to the mountain 40 days. The, the commandments were, was given to God was dictating for Moses. He was writing. Moses did not follow God by guesswork. He has encountered God personally. So when God now sent him and the camp of Israel to go, Moses said to God, we no go go. We are not moving an inch. If your presence will not go with us, this version said, if you don't personally go with us, those who have seen God know the importance of his presence. Today, many believers don't care. They don't care who goes with you, what goes with you. Many of you live a very careless life. You are not careful whether this life I am living or where I am now is the presence of God here. You know, as I was meditating on this scripture early hours this morning, the Holy Spirit flashed an understanding in my spirit. And what was that? He said to me, you know what Moses was saying? I said, no. Moses was saying, God, without a headlamp, I will not drive at night. For the first time, the Holy Ghost opened my eyes. He said, that is how my presence is. A man without my presence is like a driver at night on a high speed without a headlamp. You can fall into any ditch. You can die at any time. Your life is not predictable. You can end the journey anytime. As I was meditating on this scripture, the Holy Ghost opened my eyes. He says, like driving at night. No wonder this man said, will not move. I can't move this car this night because there is no headlamp. That's how important the presence of God is. To stay out of God's presence is to stay in touch with trouble. To be far from his presence is to be down with trouble. Stop blaming God for what he has not done. Ask yourself a simple question. Do I carry God's presence? Is he with me? Is he with me? Am I a carrier of God or I just carry everything? 
praise the Lord all right let me just give you one or two tips that is very important what is in the presence of God I want to show you the importance the power the glory whatever the presence of God contain number one what is in the presence of God number one the presence of God tears down obstacles and blows up strongholds of opposition. The presence of God tears down obstacles and blows up strongholds of opposition. There can't be a greater sign and wonder than seeing obstacles give way and see stronghold collapse Psalm 114 verse 1 Psalm 114 you will take it from verse 1 is somebody still with us alright let's look at this he said when Israel went out of Egypt, the house of Jacob from a people of strange language, go to two. Judah was his sanctuary and Israel his dominion. Three, the sea saw it and fled. Now, please, oh, some of them are go school where well, well. I like King James Version. Is that if you want to really know Bible, you want to get deep insight and revelation, learn to study with King James. I know the easy English is very good. It gives you common understanding. But there are depths we have caught from King James. I, I'm so surprised. When Israel left, talking about a people, am I right? Israel is a nation. Go back to verse 1. I want us to get this message. We'll come back again to 1. I want you to get this. When Israel went out of Egypt, so talking about the people who left another country, the house of Jacob from a people of strange language, the house of Jacob, a family. Okay, continue. Judah was his sanctuary. Now, Judah, another word for Judah is praise. We'll talk about that in depth. But also Judah is one tribe in Israel. And Israel, his dominion. Go to verse 3. One and two describe a people. Three say it. So how do you qualify this English? This is so it. So what? I thought you were describing a people some time ago. What is the it? There was something among the Israelites that the sea saw. When I enter your house, what will I see? If a witch land on your sink this night, what will it see in your house? Some of them will see idols under your bed. Listen to me. Some of them will see some patches of cigarettes in your pocket. Some of them will see good luck ring where you kept it. 
some of them we see Amok book. Seven book of Moses. That is what some families carry. That is what is in the midst of some family. Some people, with their fine dressing, they get within them tie for waste. And they know the covenant behind it. Some people, the powder they rub, they brought it from somewhere, not just from supermarket. The question I ask you, when Satan confronts you, what will he see? Everybody is a carrier of something. My question is, what do you carry? Some of you, the tribal mark you carry is not tribal mark. It is juju what they do for you. By your own permission. And you still service it. When they face you, what will they see? The sea. Sea here talks about troubles of life. Saw it. And trouble saw it, trouble ran. The Bible said the sea fled. That is not just run, no. Fly. Past tense of flying. Jordan was driven back. Jordan was supposed to be a limitation, a boundary. The Bible said the boundary shifted. Go to verse 4. Verse 4. The mountains, what is mountain? Difficulty, obstacle. The mountains keep like rams. And the little hills like lambs. Verse 5. What ill deed? In case you don't understand that, are you sure is this thing my pastor is preaching? Let's finish it from the Bible. Now the Bible now asks, What ill deed, O thou see? The question is, See, what did they pursue you? What ailed thee? What's the problem? He said, That thou fleetest, thou Jordan, that thou wast driven back. Verse 6, go on. Verse 6. Amen. If you have it already in your Bible, you can read for us. Verse 6. What made you to go back? I want us to take it down to verse 8. Read verse 6 for us. What make you, you mountains, eh? Huh? That you skip like around mountains. Mountains that refuse to move. What move you? Uh -huh. Your little hills. Small, small trouble. Malaria. Typhoid. Uh huh. He said, tremble. Come again. Tremble, you earth. At the presence of God. At the presence of the God of Jacob. It turns rock into standing water. Hallelujah. So we now see that it was talking about his presence. 
They were moving like people, but there was something in the midst of them that the mountains could not stand. Not everybody can sickness access. Listen to me and listen carefully. Not every house can be invaded by armed robbers. Not every family can be consumed by witchcraft. When you carry the presence of God, there are things that cannot penetrate your life. The presence of God chases evil far. The presence of God makes obstacles to melt before you. The presence of God makes the immovable mountains to move. Mountain, what is driving you? See, what is making you to flee? What is happening here? He said, tremble at the presence of God. Do you want to live a life of signs and wonders? Then never play with the presence of God. How can I live without your love, oh Lord? Can I breathe without your breath? How can I sing without your song, oh Lord? Ringing deeply in my breast. Where can I go from your presence, Lord? You were with me all of my days, all of my days. In my deepest spent to the highest place. I will remain here in the shadow of your place. Cause you are my strength when I am me. You are the treasure You are my only. Oh yes, Jesus. Seeking you, Lord Jesus. Seeking you as a precious gem. Lord, to give up a dear You are my only. You are the Lamb of God. What is your name? What is your name? Jesus, you're the Lamb of God. Jesus, Lamb of God, Lamb of God. What is your name? Amen. Child of God, it is risky to move without the presence of God. Is somebody hearing me? It is risky to move. The world is too dangerous. 
the world is too dangerous to move without the presence of God. You will be doing yourself well to always ensure that you go with his presence. There is something Satan fears. There is something that commands signs. There is something that commands results. Child of God is the presence of God. Moses was very clever. He said, God, this journey, I will not move. I need that thing. It is the secret of every commander in the spirit. It is the secret of every commander in the spirit. The presence of God. Mountains bow down to that presence. Difficulties are melted to that presence. I want to encourage you this week and beyond. Never leave your house without the presence of God. Two things I need to tell you. Number one, never abuse the privilege of having God's presence. I've seen one of the greatest problems of Christians is over familiarity. I've not seen any religion like Christianity that abuses the presence of God. We get too familiar quick. Have you observed the Muslims? They keep to their prayer hours. Am I right? Have you seen them? They will leave their things in the shop and they will go and pray. At the time I lived in the north and I saw the way these people are addicted to their belief. Have you seen the Hindus and their practice? They are addicted to what they believe. Have you seen those practicing Judaism? They are addicted. It's only Christians that will say customers day are not going to come church. We always cook up story. Look at it. In the whole week, we have only Sunday and Wednesday. Yet, many people do not come to Wednesday service. We don't know that when you abuse privilege, you lose it without, inform without information. Or you lose it without notice. You lose it without... It. You don't understand what I'm saying. Again, when you go abuse something rich, you go lose them. Without anybody giving you notice. That's how many Christians die. That's how many Christians run into trouble. Because they have abused the place of God. Most of us are very careless with our life. It is only Christians you see that in the morning they wake up, they just carry their bag and leave. No prayer. Many of you are victims of it. No prayer. The highest deception you do to yourself is to... What's that? I never pray. So you don't pray like that. Now Christians, now they move like that. No respect for his presence. No special attachment to the presence. But the Muslim will not behave like that. Early morning, don't carry in kettle. You don't do oblation. See and wash hand. Wash mouth. Wash all the washables. Doing his oblation. You may mock him. 
But behind those funny things, because you know better, check his consistency. Check his faithfulness. That is why it is very, people easily believe that they are more religious. I'm not talking about life. Now let's go to religion. People believe that Muslims are more religious than us. And they are. They are. That is the truth. If you come to religion, they are better than Christians. Because they observe laws more than Christians. They are more religious. They, they, they are addicted to what they believe. But we compromise our standard. We abuse everything. The other day we were in a, we were in a meeting, gathering of ministers of God. The man who spoke was saying, it was condemning the fact that pastors attack pastors even on social media. And he cited an example. He said, have you ever seen an imam post anything on Facebook against another imam? Please, when I wait, they sleep for Facebook. When I don't see him. Say Muslim, open man, speak against Muslim. It's only in Christianity we fight ourselves. Because we don't, we, we are not conscious of God. We do things anyhow. Amazing grace cover us. That's why we are disgraced. Because grace is not a license to be stupid. Grace is an empowerment to be closer to God. I don't know what they taught you about grace, but the grace of God appeared to you so that you will be closer to God, not for you to be distant from God. I've always told you people here, to the glory of God, you can go to my Facebook page and check. The, that page is as old as old. I think if I wasn't there from the first year of Facebook, it should be the second year. I don't think, I don't think anybody's older than me here in Facebook. Because as a youth, as a teenager, I, I, I dived into the computer world. Now, but let me hear, tell you this. Go and check the history. You will never hear me speak anything, no matter what you post. I will never comment anything against a pastor or against a church. If you like, you put the video. A man of God caught raping a I, It is not my business. Because why you condemn the man, you put the name of God in shambles. You give unbelievers room to ridicule your God. Those who are conscious of God's presence, they don't say everything. Is there. Go to my history. You will never hear me. You will never see me post any joke. If it is not prayer, it is gospel. Because it is not just when we come to church. Fire, fire. Oh, the presence of God is here. No, it's supposed to be something you carry daily. You don't need to shake anywhere for his presence to follow you. You are just, how do you carry it? Just be conscious of it. There are places you should enter and walk out quick. You know why? Because what you carry forbid it. How can you prove that you carry the presence of God and you are comfortable in a shrine? Just sit down there. You and the native daughter say, I'm be best friend. Uh, uh, bros, put, put one cup more. Uh, uh. He said, but you be, be, be pastor. Uh. 
Eh? So you see, they like this thing. I beg, leave that and they like them. Put one cup. You and Nitty Dotton, they share drink. Kai Kai for the matter. And you feel so satisfied and relaxed. Ah, we're not go kill ourselves for the Christianity. Not be say, not be so. We're not go kill ourselves. Well, we didn't say you should kill yourself. But are you are you aware of what you are playing with? Are you aware that you are compromising a heavy thing? I asked you before and I ask you again. If the devil face you, what will he see? If he stand at your door, what will he see inside your house? Some of you still have charms inside house. Some of you wear it on your body. Some of you say, my papa and I put on there. These things are the reason why evil is all around you. Because there are places God will not be. Not because he cannot be there, but because what you have allowed, prove to God that you don't want him here. Did I not tell you earlier that God does not force himself on people? So what you allow, what you practice every day is either going to determine God's presence or it's going to make God leave you. You can't be a powerful Christian until you know the power of his presence. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God. Some people are waiting for me to call fire them before we feel the presence. Ah, today's service, presence of God was heavy. You are still a babe. We don't wait for service to carry his presence. We carry his presence to service. You see the difference? We carry it everywhere we go. We are not waiting for anybody to sing well, for anybody to clap well, for anybody to lead prayer. We are the carriers of his presence. That is why when we talk, you feel him. When we sing, you feel him. Because already we carry him. You're a prayer band member. You don't need any special thing to carry. Just be a carrier of his presence. When you enter somebody's shop and you say, the Lord bless this place, there should be something that happened there. As a believer, you go to the hospital to visit the sick. They carry that presence in there. What do you carry around? What are you marketing in the spirit? What is your trademark? You say, tremble at the presence of God. Isaiah 64 verse 1. Oh Jesus, thank you. Isaiah 64 verse 1. wouldest rent the heavens that thou wouldest come down that the mountains might flow down at thy presence that the mountains difficulties challenges of life might flow down at what thy presence when you carry the presence of God mountain fear you Born again, sister. You are buying what do they call her? Blue eye. Born again, sister. <laughs> Not a laugh. It is well. You see, 
You want to buy blue eye to seduce man at the expense of his presence. Seduction is a reduction of destiny. If you carry seducing spirit, you have already reduced yourself. There is difference between seduction and attraction. Grace causes attraction. Seduction is an empowerment from hell. My son, Pastor Nyeka, came with a pastor all the way from Anambra State in this last worry event we went to. The young man walked up to me. He was greeting me. Um, I think that was the first day we arrived. One of these big Catholic hotels in Worry. And he shook my hand. And I was looking at the young man. He says, as I saw you, everything within me went for you. Everything within me. I said, God bless you. He said, no, sir, I don't know whether I'm, I'm expressing myself well. But I want you to know, I love you from the depth of my heart. I want to be close to you. The first day he saw me. Attraction is superior to seduction. I am here to see somebody. <laughs> I'm, here, I'm not talking about which. I'm talking about people that matter. That will see me and say, who is this? There's something about you when you carry the presence of God. That is what people see. He said, they see, saw it. They see beyond your suit. They see beyond what you wear. There is something in you that they don't know why they cannot resist you. Why, why am I so attached to this person? There's something they are seeing. Please, before you leave your house in the morning, carry that thing. We got home. Back to Ibuzo, he called me the other day. He gave his wife the phone. He said, I want you to talk with my wife. The wife greeted me. He gave the phone to the little children. He says, I'm going to make out time. I'm coming to see you, sir. I want you to be my father. I want to be close to you. I want to be this. I want to be that. I said, it's okay. First sight. It was not even in our car. It was my in-law that drove them down. Make it for busy. Maybe not the way I drive, sweetheart. But I don't know what he saw. At the time, my papa was not picking my calls, was not responding to my test because I told him I was not going to be in that program. And I called somebody else. He said, if you know anything what you know, call me. Dad is not happy anymore. I said, why? He said, how, how, how can it be now you are not there? I said, but all of them are dead there now. Over 30 pastors follow him. One person not dead, the man verse. He said, we'll pick all again. I had to change my journey from Abuja to Worry. I'd already canceled that journey. I said, no, but how can my father in the Lord, hey, this one have trouble for me. I canceled the journey in less than 30 minutes. I have to call Abuja. I said, please, can we hold on that? They said, don't worry, be free, go, go. And that was how I got to worry. And those of you who went with me, you could see the way he was holding me. He said, when you carry this thing, men will look for you. You don't need to steal people things. You don't. You don't need to lie to somebody's husband to collect the husband. You know that kind of thing. Waiting women, they do nowadays. You know that kind of thing now. Just spoil another woman. Always coming before the man to spoil the woman, presenting yourself as better. That's rubbish. You get with you, you go carry. Even when you tie a rapper like King Beke, then they see him. 
you they come back from farm, they see him. They see, saw it, it's not hidden. The presence of God is not hidden. They see, even see, they see. Mountain see. Ah! Jordan saw it. How will men not see it? This is what you need this season to carry the power of God everywhere you go. Before I round up, let me just give you a few keys to this presence. Number one, wake up every morning with the consciousness of God. Just be conscious there is God. Just know that there is God. Me, I believe it is the lack of consciousness that make people not even tell God good morning. Then number two, engage in prayer, praise and worship every morning. The love song of her, I mean the presence of my King. Just love him with songs, with worship every morning. Number three, seek his will. Even if it's a verse of the Bible, open it and read it. Get direction from his word. Anywhere God leads you, he goes with you. God will not take you to where his grace will not keep you. That's the difference. Be a carrier of God. When you enter, let the matter be settled. Let them see it in you. Let them see it in you. Rise on your feet. I want you to go back home and do an assignment. Assignment number one, what is in my house that will not allow the presence of God? Go and do it. If you still have any magic book, pornographic magazines, all these evil things, Juju from Village, Karikon, you don't know how they even they worship them, throw it off. You can even bring them to church. Bring them to me, I will help you destroy them. I'm telling you the truth. Free yourself from Satan. Stop giving Satan ladder to climb your life. Jesus said, the prince of this world has come to me, but he has found nothing in me. I'm free. If Satan look into your house, will he not find something that looks like his property? If he look into your body, are you sure you are not wearing something from the queen of the coast? Is there something that is in you that is not of God? Do that assignment. I'm telling you the truth. Nothing is as sweet as the presence of God nothing nothing he goes ahead of you to make the way straight nothing is as powerful as carrying the presence of God I went to the hospital that day when that my daughter was angry the doctor and said she is going because doctor said she wants to do operation pregnant sister Doctor said, an operation a must. They have tried everything. It is obvious that the baby said it's not even well balanced. 
So the doctor concluded, General Hospital here in Buzo, that it must be operation. The lady refused to say she will not do operation. Instead of that, that she will go. She came down from the hospital bed. <laughs> I was heading towards the main road. She's from Akumazi. So she said, she was telling the sister that she wants to take a car to Akumazi. If she will die, let her die. But for her to do this operation, she will not. The sister left the hospital, ran to my house. Daddy, come home. Your kid not here. Home. If you don't go call your husband, make a consign. She said, no, go born. That if an operation, nothing. Ha, what happened? That she's having problem with the doctors. I just left my house. Then I was living in Oponta. I said, okay, don't worry. Go, I'm coming. I saw her stuck. She was already out of the hospital going. And I saw her on the way. I said, what was that? I said, daddy, oh, no, no operation, no. this and that. I looked at her. I said, follow me. Come and deliver your child. I said, come. You don't want operation? I said, I won't. I said, come and deliver the baby. She's still in this town. Many of you know the testimony. I'm talking about Sister Esther. That was how I carried her back to the hospital. When I got there, the nurses were angry with her already. This stubborn woman. They were talking. I said, no, no verse. Eh? Please, come. She wants to deliver now. No, I said, she wants to deliver now. Please take her to the bed. They said, she's not green, huh? Doctor, is it pastor? I did that. I said, she won't deliver. So they just thought it was a way for me to just bring her back to the hospital. They led her back to the delivery room. Put her on the bed. Now, I said, they even come off his phone. And this one, I can't go. This one, I can't go. Then they went to tell doctor, she don't come back. Doctor was gathering <laughs> all the things they need. They have, only, they have demanded for this room. When all of a sudden there was a shout, the baby came out without a scissors. When you carry the presence, you carry God Himself. What is impossible become possible. This is our month of signs and wonders. Your life will defy medical reports. Every report that is not of God, I say your life will defy it in the name of Jesus. Amen. I'm not telling you what I watch. The testimony was shared in this church. People witnessed it. In fact, when she delivered, all the nurses in that hospital turned and was like, what happened? When the doctor came, they said, doctor said, what, what really happened here? If I look, then they will come down. They will do their hand like this. All of them were pointing at the presence of God. One of our brothers here in church, the father is a Jehovah Witness man. Dying, was it kidney? Was it a kidney problem? The man was having a serious kidney. And you know Jehovah Witness, they know they believe in healing. They don't believe in miracles. They say in a olden distance. The brother came to me and said, Daddy, see my daddy's case. It is very terrible. We don't even have money to do anything. Do you know they talk kidney? You know it be kidney problem. <laughs> So the team passed them. But daddy, I believe if you pray, it will be healed. I know that if I go there, I have had the encounter with Jehovah Witness most severally. They will tell you it's interfaith. They will not allow you to pray for them. Just ask them. You, now this grandma why I speak, they will speak for you. Interfaith. They won't allow you to pray for them. No matter what, you can't convince them. Don't pray for me. So I don't want to go and face that challenge. 
I took my handkerchief. Go and give it to your father. Kidney problem disappeared with handkerchief. Jehovah Witness man saw God. He fear God. Today, where you from today, anywhere you enter, natural laws will stand by amen. and wait for the power of God to walk in your life. Amen. If your amen is louder, God will melt the mountain before you. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Lift up your hands and say, Father, Father forgive me. Forgive me. Anywhere I've abused your presence. Anywhere I've abused Anywhere I've not maximized your presence. Anywhere I've not maximized Lord your Jesus, presence. forgive me. Lord Jesus, Today forgive I pray. Me. Today I pray that your presence, that your presence be restored in my life. In, my life. in the name of Jesus name Christ. Of Jesus. Open your mouth and ask for the restoration of God's presence.